Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Gimlet's at Golden Hour. I'm Dan. And I'm Aubrey. And uh, today we're talking about haunted houses, I guess. No. <laughs> I should, t- I should tell you, though. I should. Uh, we're, uh, real quick, my house is haunted, probably. Um, after living here like six months, we found, or I, I didn't find, my girlfriend found, um, like, documents, like, a lot of, like, hospital documents and all these things. What kind of documents? Ailments that the people who were living here had and probably died here. Definitely died here. Oh. Yeah. Right before you moved in? Uh, not right before, like a year or two. <laughs> All right. So just enough time to like set up shop, you know, get yeah, get cozy with Do it. Do ghosts move into house? I don't know. <laughs> Do they ever leave? Uh, we try, you know, we try, you know, get the sage out, you know, get some incense going. Yeah. Get out of here, go find another place. Do you think they get mad though? Like if you try to kick them out or maybe you should welcome them? Uh, yeah. Well, and if, if, if we're welcoming them though, we need them to, you know maybe pay half the bills or something <laughs> yeah hey man, you gotta uh, contribute hey man uh rights do i always joke about my cat contributing except uh we always joke that she pays for everything yeah and we just get to live here scot-free yeah i don't know i could dig that we're gonna we're gonna open this guy what are we opening uh oak and rosé it's a barrel-aged fruited sour ale from upland you and your sours you like yeah, sours baby. Well, they're good for the show because um, they keep the they keep the alcohol content down, so we don't get blasted. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> uh, and they're delicious. And they they kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like allowing us to drink wine without drinking wine. In a what way. uh who who are who makes some of your favorite sours around here? We're famous for one big distillery. Oh, now. I actually don't like theirs. Okay. We well, I mean, I don't I don't not like theirs. It's just the way they do their sours is um. It's like the cheating style. Yeah, it's a kettle kettle sour, which I I, I used to know what that meant exactly. I'm trying oh, to get man. some of this sediment, um, but it essentially it comes down to them not being wildly fermented. I yeah. think, and that's kind of a bummer. Who do you like? Who sours do you like? Uh, well, Upland makes some great stuff. Um, recently, uh, we've gotten Casey, uh, which is a Colorado um, based funky fresh uh thing i picked up one of theirs i'll probably pick up a couple more uh of course i think we've talked about funk factory out of wisconsin before yep uh so yeah those are those are some fun guys yeah i don't do a whole lot of beer so every time i get together with you or try to get out and go to any bars or restaurants i usually try to you know drink draft beer because it's definitely not my wheelhouse but it's good stuff yeah sometimes (laughs) So what's been going on with you? What's new? It's been a while. Uh, got some plants going. What do we got going? Uh, most a lot of tomatoes. <laughs> uh, but I did um, I did start some melons. What kind of just what kind of melons? Uh, I got some. Uh, they're like they're like heirloom varieties, so they're not really like like you, you can't buy them in grocery stores. Yeah, it, one's called like Art something, and it it makes this like funky i think we talked about it one time if like a funky l-shaped elongated um are they bitter or sweet they're supposed to be sweet okay i haven't i haven't gotten to try one yet i grew them uh one uh last year but they never got they never got big enough or ripe because i kind of planted them a little late so i i started them inside this year nice we're gonna see how that goes and some cucumbers Hopefully those pop up. I got it got one popping up, some celery popping up. You know my favorite thing to do with melon is prosciutto wrap it. Simple, easy, sweet. Dr- you drizzling anything on there? Sometimes some balsamic. Ooh, baby. Do you like a balsamic glaze? Yeah, I I, I like taking a good quality balsamic and reducing it, but mm. you have to do it properly because a lot of times people will reduce it too hot and too fast. You can taste it. You burn it, and you can kind of taste Aru. it. Yeah. So it's like with when I do a balsamic reduction, I'm I'm talking you know two three hours at least of just barely simmering on the stove. That's dope. Intensifies that sweetness and 
You yeah. know they sell those at the store, right? I know, but they sell a lot of things at the store. <laughs> yeah, man. You're right. You're right. <laughs> it's more fun to make it, and then when you mess it up, yell and scream and curse. Then it's like, on you. Yeah, you know. Man, now I got to make a balsamic glaze. That yeah. sounds dope. It's Have like you... kind of a old school, I guess you could say. I don't know if I want to say old school. Um, just one of those things that's been done forever and it's probably been overdone, but sometimes the time's right, and I think that would be that's a little dope. melon prosciutto and a balsamic glaze would actually work. Looking at going to Wisconsin, Wisconsin, um, you know, we were talking uh, on, on a previous podcast about uh, visiting Wisconsin, and so kind of inspired oh, yeah. myself this year. I was like, you know, I want to do something, but I want it to be a little cheap, you know, uh, so we can drive to Wisconsin. We don't have to fly. Yeah. So uh, there's a f- fromaggio place. Cheese. Lots of cheese. And they also have, like, little meats, which is kind of what um, – Made me think of it because they had like prosciutto sandwiches and different things. Yes. I'm going to load up. Yeah. I'm going to get wacky with it. It's okay to go broke on cheese and I think salted so. cured meats. It's always acceptable. As long as you have something nice to pair with it. This is actually really good. Yeah, I like it. So it's uh, like rested on rested on these uh, grapes uh, to almost make it like a rosé wine. It's pretty good. See, it's weird because sours are so much like wine and that's, you know... Wine is one of my favorite things to drink, so this is definitely like a afternoon, morning, I guess we could call it morning here. It's a yeah. breakfast beer. Yeah, there we go. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> it's a great way to put it. So what else you been up to? Anything? Uh, started, uh, started a new book. What's the book? The uh, Six... Oh, I'm going to screw this up again. The History of the World in Six Glasses. Okay. So it follows beer, wine, spirits... Coffee, tea, and cola. Ooh. I just got... That's actually... If you break it down and think about six things to drink that have covered history, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. And I thought... I thought So I've, I've gotten to, through beer and wine so far, and I thought cola would be like kind of a... Because like I agree with the other five, um, but in the preamble or whatever you want to call it of the book, they start talking about just how widespread like Coca-Cola got. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, I didn't, like, I kind of realized it. Because, you know, you've seen, you see documentaries and they're like in remote villages and places and people are drinking Coca-Cola. Yeah. But you don't think about, like, how it got there and, like, that they've been drinking it. And so it's kind of fascinating. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually really excited to get into that part of it. Uh, but a weird thing, one thing I learned, which was kind of strange, was uh, the whole reason we, like, clink glasses and cheers each other is because way back in the day, apparently, when you were drinking beer, you would drink from straws and everybody would share the same vessel. And it was kind of like a, you know, a weird way. You know, we had a lot of, this isn't poison. You know, we're just having a drink together kind of. And that's where it started. And that's why we still like clink glasses together. Because it's like a symbol of togetherness? Yeah. And it, well, it's it's like... It's like we're on equal footing kind of a thing. Like, so even one of the things they kind of talk about is like, even if you share a piece of meat, there, there could be a little bit of like, you know, maybe somebody gets a little bit of a fattier piece or somebody gets a little bit more of like that better cooked bit. But when you literally put a straw in the same glass, you're sharing the same liquid. Right. So there's no better part of it, uh, which was kind of fun. Interesting. So you said you did beer and wine? Yeah, I just started wine this morning. What uh, do you, what, what's what's the gist of the wine? Where, so what is it? What does the book take you through? It like kind of the history mixed with the cultures that kind of came up, uh traditions that were kind of around it. It also gets in like agriculture. Um and it's funny cuz uh, I think It'll probably be different once they get to spirits and obviously cola, but um, they're like, beer wasn't invented, it was discovered. And it's same with wine, because... Yeah, wine just had, I'm guessing someone set some fruit out, <laughs> Whoopsie poopsie. saw some animal drink it or get in it, and was like, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, it's, it's weird too, because like, you learn all this weird stuff, like, um, I think it was... Uh, 
there's many cultures, obviously, that got into wine. Wine kind of took over the world after beer. So everybody kind of started with beer. Mead, right, essentially, a lot of it. Uh, not not from what this book is saying, at least. Like, mead was around. Yeah. But it was uh, it, it was never at the level that beer could be because of how much grain we started producing yeah, that would when make we sense. first started coming up. It was, like, literally a way to preserve grain. Yeah, similar to... They just didn't use hops. Yeah. That was the big thing. And it was obviously a lot weaker. Oh, yeah. So, like, wine was coming up through all the cultures. Uh, But a weird thing they did with wine was, uh, it's funny because he uses the term neat um, in the book, but they wouldn't drink wine without mixing it with water in, like, really early cultures, even though it was weak, a lot weaker than what we drink today. um, It was seen as, like, barbaric because if you drink, the, the, the only folks who were allowed to drink wine neat were gods so like dionysus um in greek culture and back bacchus in roman culture uh they were allowed because they were gods to drink it neat but if if uh, if, uh, if a mere mortal drank drank wine if you neat, or i did it would make you mad was well. there i mean <laughs> they weren't wrong <laughs> so they and uh most people didn't do one-to-one it'd be like Two parts water to one part wine, five parts water to two parts wine, different things like that. Can you imagine drinking that? No. Yeah. But the the thing they didn't know at the time, which was actually probably good, was that by mixing wine with the water, it made the water drinkable and, and less bad for you because of all the properties of wine. Anyway, it's a it's a fascinating book if you get a chance. It's a fun one. I might have to ask to borrow it after you're done. <laughs> Hell yeah. What have you been up to? Well, not a lot. Had a kid. <laughs> so that's part of it. Had my third child in uh, late September. So it's kind of been the preoccupation of myself has been relearning how to be a dad of a young kid again. But now we got lucky with this one. He's uh, He's been the best baby we've had. Really? So that's Just good. Just kind of sleeps. Yeah, most there, was, there was like a month where it was like, oh, I forgot what this was like. And then he's had a couple spats with like a couple weeks here and there where he's got sick, not sick, sick, but just not slept well. And other than that, man, it's, it's crazy. So yeah, dad of three, never would have thought that. So pretty dope. Yeah. Other than that, I've actually been, you know, this is no joke. I will put that out there getting into scotch and cognac. Nice. Yeah. Something different. What's, uh. Which uh, scotches have you? I like the smoky. I like the peated. It's just it's it's such a different flavor profile than most of what you're used to. Because I feel like if you drink, you know, even like Canadian, Irish, bourbon, and unpeated scotch, you're kind of hitting a lot of the similar flavor notes. Notes. And then once once you start diving into like you know peated or you know smoky scotches, it's just it's like on a whole nother planet. So it's it's definitely been something that i've you know started to enjoy a lot more and which uh which has been your favorite so far the lafroig 10-year cask strength has been oh yeah cask strength baby one of my one of my favorites i could i could drink a lot of those and <laughs> um the the thing that i that, that, that i really enjoy about at least a lot of the you know peated or heavily you know heavier smoked scotches that i've tried is there's like a really sweet mid palate it's you know vanilla honey and it's hmm. you know usually when you drink for bourbon or anything domestic it's like it, it's still dr- it's a dry caramel vanilla but with with a lot of these you know heavily peated smoked stuff you're getting like a really sweet honeyed mid palate which that's kind of dope which i really like um you don't get that as much in the lafroig lafroig is like it's dry and grassy and green and smoky boy smoky and i just i absolutely love it so a little bit of brininess yeah some saltiness Ooh. It's good. Definitely different. It's just, you know, something different. You, you drink, you know, you kind of, I don't know, obsess. You kind of obsess over a certain something for you know, 15 years, something <laughs> like that. And then you try something that's just like completely different. It's like, whoa, which is kind of, you know, been a good transition for the cognac, too. How's the cognac treat? Yeah. It's good. I like it. It's, it's, it's really rich, a lot of like raisiny quality. So it's not something like, like with whiskeys, I can have two or three pours in a night. With cognac, I've noticed it's maybe one, and it's usually kind of towards the end. It just—it's so rich and um, it's intense. Uh, got a lot of like nuggety, raisiny notes. So it, oh it's, yeah, 
definitely it, it, it's once again kind of a different flavor profile than I'm used to. So I've been I've been drinking more cognac. Uh, it's kind of kind of stemmed from uh, wanting to drink more wine in general. Yeah, I'd gotten away from wine a little bit, um, but. The problem with wine is it's very easy to drink a bottle in a night, yeah. and it's uh, costly if you're drinking a bottle in a night, especially if, uh, you know, a few nights a yep. week you're doing that. I mean, the cheapest wine that you probably want to be drinking is like 10 bucks. A lot of times it's more like 15 to 20 Yeah. So then, you know, five nights in a week or even three, you're talking, you know, 60 to 100 bucks. there. Yeah. It gets a little wacky. So, but uh, if you have a little bit of wine, like a glass... And then you have a little bit of cognac afterwards. You kind now of talking. stretch that bottle out a little bit. Yeah. And, and you know, you're coming grapes with grapes, so. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, I've been drinking Hein. I'm, I think I've, I've put a few bottles away since the beginning of the year. Uh, have you found a favorite? I like Revanche. Is the cognac of choice in in our area. (laughs) I actually gave Dan a bottle of Revanche for Christmas. Yeah, it was tasty. Yeah, no, it's it's just something that we just kind of latched onto. Revanche is a beautiful bottle, too. Yeah, the packaging is nice on it. And I think I'm trying to remember this story right. The guy that made it was like someone who collaborated on the cognac that Ludacris made and was the blender in that, or there's something along the lines of, there's a celebrity tie. Oh, that's Much dope. like anything that most spirits anymore that are new can launch it. Someone has a, there's a celebrity tie somewhere. Celebrity. Especially tequila. Yeah, that's big. Man. What else is going on, man? Not a lot. Like I said, that's that's about it. Just trying to trying to navigate the navigate the times. Looks like we're kind of coming down off the uh the pandemic and our weather's kind of starting to turn here so i'm looking forward to uh getting outside and yeah. looking for things to find that i can eat oh baby maybe catching things that i can eat catching things. like fishing oh yeah 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 so what's uh what's your favorite thing to catch i like crappie around here if i go up north to wisconsin if i can get into walleye but crappie's generally the the catch around here they're small and sometimes a pain to fillet but you know it's pretty good they're good yeah when you just fry them yeah. beer batter them and fry them that's the best stuff I, I think that should be my my other so like if i'm drinking i drink i'm drinking a lot of wine this year i want to uh eat more things that come out of water i've decided i like that yeah it, it feels it feels healthier yeah when we were uh when we were living back in springfield uh, we were getting salmon at least once a week. Yeah. And I, I I would really look forward to that night, you know, just like salmon, broccolini, if you're feeling fancy. It's a good night. And an occasion to drink wine. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. There's there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot more. Most people are like, oh, I don't like fish. But then they usually, I feel like people who say that categorize like, shrimp lobster cra- like they don't understand that hey man like you should try crab or lobster or mussels or you know i mean or they you know long john silver or some some experience like that yeah it, probably when they were a kid or something or other and they they just haven't like like you're saying like a crappie is very different from salmon right is very different from you know name a fish right and Tuna. you got it. You got it. You got to kind of play around in that space. I think to to really find something you like. It's like everything, you know. What, what, what's the uh, that term like? You know, like anytime any bring <clears throat> anytime anybody brings anything up, oh, you just haven't tried tried the right one yet, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's true. It's true. And hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping once once we come out of these times that we're in, that people will just be more grateful and appreciative and. <laughs> open-minded am i am i stretching there uh not to be negative but people seem to be bigger dicks now yeah <laughs> they're not used to talking to people or something well that, that'll come but You're i don't know like... I, I, I was hoping yeah i mean if you I found think a new appreciation and be like you know what if we I'm, put that out there that's that's what we gotta do just right keep here. putting it out yeah there. like hey look at how fun life can be now yeah. that we don't have to or now that we can do do more, 
yeah, we kind of lived, well, some of us have lived very restrictive for, for way too long. Yeah. I've just, you know, maybe it's like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to try fish and you know what, I'm going to do this. And that's the hope. Yeah. Drink more wine. Yeah. Get out more. Try wine. Okay. Can I go on my wine tangent? Yeah. Why, why wine, the category itself, as far as what people are purchasing and consuming keeps dropping off is amazing to me. I, 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 I don't understand why or how. I mean, I get that, you know, people like, you know, beer and spirits and everything else, but I mean, wine is one of the most versatile things there is, you know, there are studies, I'm not a doctor, but that <laughs> red wine is, you know, good for you. Mm-hmm. There are health benefits to it. I mean, there are all kind. I mean, it's like, it, it is literally like a blank canvas for someone wanting to try and explore something. Yeah. And there's so much to it. And it just, it gets ignored. Like even in my friends group, it's like, I have counting like you or Bobby or John, like Zach, there aren't a lot of people like I know who like, like wine. Yeah. And like, we'll come, you know, about, you know, the only other, you know, Ryan would be the only other person I know that is like similarly aged to me that like thoroughly enjoys wine. Goes for it. That doesn't, you know, do what we do. Yeah. No. uh, So wine as a category, yes, new wines come out, but it's not like seltzer. You know, there's no seltzer of wine, which thank God. Um, I mean, there's like some fun new categories like natural wines and stuff. But they're so. Mm, there's a certain type of people who go after that, you know, and, and they're already into wine. I think. All right, we're gonna open this up. So the the thing is, is that we, we're just encouraging people to yeah just dive into it. It it really is. You're gonna find things that you're not gonna like, but that's just like anything else. Start, you know, getting into anything that's a, you know alcohol related that you find things you don't like you don't start drinking you know ipas and discover you like all of them there are things you're not going to like and if you don't like something don't take that as a bad experience because wine is one of the great things that changes every year yeah that you know there are vintages are different and they do have a noticeable effect on what wine is produced and many wine producers produce you know a variety of wines there's just there's a lot to it, and it's such a dying category, but it's such an amazing category when you you understand it and learn it and take the time to you know appreciate it that it, it's I don't want to say frustrating, but I hope you can sense the I don't want to say anger, but frustration in my voice because it wine's so accessible if you're a significant other and you could get into it, it really you know just you have a couple glasses a night, it's something to bond over it's yeah. It, you're you split a bottle with someone and you're not going to be drunk or hung over and you know it just it's it offers an array of flavors and it's almost like an extra ingredient that you can use in meals that you know it just yeah i couldn't i couldn't yeah that that's that's you should write that down <laughs> uh that's a hundred percent like you can almost you could you could uh, you could go a couple ways about it you can pick a wine and then decide what to make with said wine or you can decide what you're going to make and then try to pair a wine with it it just makes it incredibly fun yeah <laughs> uh and like you said like getting to share it with somebody too um you're you're kind of opening up again like we're not, we're now not only talking about the food but we're talking about this this awesome wine that we get to have and you can make notes about it and and um visit different uh producers that make similar types of wine and wine is not stuffy don't i don't i don't want no. people to Shouldn't get be that stuffy. i mean it can be at times sure it may seem like that yeah. but you know if you do get into wine don't get stuffy i think there we go you yeah. know it's it's not that way. It's not pretentious. Yeah, it's just like beer or anything else. You just open one, and we know a guy that drinks hundred dollar bottles of wine in basketball shorts while watching TV in his basement. Like, oh yeah, this true. You know, just just go for it. Go for it. Don't don't be intimidated. Jump in, explore it. You can nerd out on it. It's a culture. There is, you know, it's cool. There's, you know, it's one of the coolest areas to vacation you know you could go out in napa valley i mean washington state there's awesome vacation centered around wine and even though like i I did say earlier you know like the the 
the pricing is kind of you know like it, it's 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 still very doable um and like i said like you know if if you're if, if you're you can make it kind of special uh, you know again don't make don't make it pretentious but have a little bit of fun with it you know plan the dinner plan the the drink it's kind of like a kind of like going on a date you know you can really invest a lot into that night or uh something i've always found myself doing if i get invited to a wedding or a party or something like that i hardly ever bring beer a lot of times i'll bring multiple bottles of wine and then like one spirit and then you know, because like you don't want to just be. <laughs> I mean, you can be drinking. So if you go to party with Dan, don't expect just to drink light because he's going to bring <laughs> bottles of things. Oh yeah, yeah. oh hundred percent. And cool. then if I stay the night, there might be breakfast wine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> See, here we go. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's fun. I don't know. Uh, and there, you know, it's fun for picnics and. Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day. Have you had a legit picnic? Have you actually gone out and like had a picnic? Like, in with the woods my, or? I have, but not with alcohol. Like my wife and kids and I have picnicked and hiked. So like packed I think, lunches. I think and, people need to do that more too. Yeah, but with wine. But with wine. Yeah. Or even sour beer. We just yeah. opened another one. Uh, this is the Wicked Weed Funkatorium. It is funkier than the previous. Charisse Morte. Yeah, I like this. Not going to pretend that. I know how to pronounce these, but the first one was good. good I think I like this one better. This is really good. Yeah. Uh, We got to get to the sediment part, though. That's what I. So, I. uh, That's one reason I do like going back to these these farmhouses, these sours, and different things, especially when they do have sediment. It feels like even though you're drinking alcohol, um, you're getting some health benefits too. It's like it's like a kombucha almost. Yeah. That's, I'm probably stretching it there a little bit. It's all right. We'll roll with it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I want to do more adventuring. I need to find more types of mushrooms. I, typically, I go out searching for morels, and we've talked about that more. I, I want to find, like, the other stuff. Chantrells. Dude, chantrells. Somebody gifted me. A bag of chanterelles. Yeah. One year, I could have I could have ate those like for butter. the rest of my month. Yeah, yeah. It, they're, good. they're amazing. But yeah. I've never I don't think I've ever found them before. The biggest so I did not pick them. I'm going to put this out there for the record. The biggest patch of chanterelles I've ever seen was um, what's that big park off Galena that has the soccer fields at the hiking trails too. Galena. Galena Road. I'm sorry. Um, I'm drawing a blank because I, I don't know. live over here anymore. Detweiler. Oh, Detweiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, I was just literally like walked out there randomly <laughs> with I think I think one of my kids was with me. I don't know the other wife and the other one were doing something. This is when we only had two, and it was I think it was around June, and we were just like, ah, let's just hike on one. And I just I stumbled. Across, I didn't have anything with me. And I, it was like probably like a two or three pound patch, like way back on one of these trails. And I was just like, holy cow. And I stopped and I was just looking. And I was like, wow. Because technically I don't think you're supposed to pick those, but. Really? Yeah. I think there's a lot of, a lot of your state, whatever parks have. Oh. You can't pick, don't, don't pick the mushrooms. But. Shoot. You know, that's, that's kind of hearsay I, th- I think don't pick more than a pound or you know don't <laughs> don't profit off of them i think that's that's pro- i'm reading a little bit into the law here i think yeah but <laughs> that that's how i would probably translate that so i love those chicken of the woods hen of the woods yeah i gotta i gotta tra- track some of this down because I've, I've had some of them and they're just uh, it's like nothing else and then uh leap or not leaks, uh, ramps, ramp season. I always say leaks and I mean ramps, but ramps is, ramp season is coming up. And I yeah. Love those. They're like, like a cross between a garlic and onion and yeah. they, they have a big green leaf and they smell when you pull them out of the ground. They just, I like them like the, so I think traditionally a lot of people fry them. Oh, uh, you can. We, I've done all, when I was in restaurants, we'd pickle them. What am I thinking? What's that big thing that you fry? I don't know. It's like, kind of like an onion. I don't know. Some place is famous for it, and they dip it in like almost like a remoulade. Oh, I don't know. It could be. I don't know. I don't know. 
But the other thing that's fun is uh, pick one. That's what, yeah. One of the restaurants I worked at, we had like a, it was like, I can't remember the actual Benedict. If it was like a crab Benedict or some kind of Benedict we did, and we, pickled ramps was the garnish. Yeah, it was. Speaking of. Uh, or it was pork, I think it was a pork belly, that's what it was. It was okay. Maxine's, it was a pork belly Benedict. Oh, jeez. So we like smoked the pork belly. We didn't cure it, so it was just like smoked pork belly with hollandaise and egg and pickled ramps. Yeah, and I think it was on like a brioche. Yeah, it was pretty good. I think the guy, I think Trent was the guy that came up with that dish. Pretty pretty sure that was his dish. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Are we uh, are we getting the tweezers out for that one? Oh yeah. Yeah, that was that was back in the tweezer days. (laughs) The tweezers are retired now. Put those tweezers away. (laughs) Yeah, it's gonna be a good year. I think so. Feel like it. First couple months. Yeah. Kind of sucked, but. I think the rest of the year is going to be great, especially once it starts warming up. <laughs> we were just talking uh, where we're where we're at. Uh, we just had snow for hopefully the last time, as it is Don't March look at Friday. Oh shoot! <laughs> I think we got seventeen it. inches coming. No, okay. not that much this time. We got three or four straight weeks where we just got blasted. Yeah, we really did. People people don't believe me every year. So every year I go, "Hey guys." Um, because people say, you know, they get into January and they go, uh, looks like we made it out, man. Looks like we're all free and clear. I'm like, no, no, no. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Always judge everything by Valentine's Day. Here, let me get you some more sediment. Thanks. Um, I've also, going back to a, a random things that I'm trying to do. I've Indian food is where it's at. I don't know. As far as, so I, I think the reason that I have a fascination with eating out and eating out Indian food is because I don't think I, I can't make it okay like that. There's something about it I've tried and I can make like decent Indian food, but where I currently work, like right next door is this Indian restaurant and it is it's pretty good. It, I mean, it's so good. I, I, if the bank account would allow, I would eat lunch there five days a week. It is that good. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's the f- the fragrance and the spices. Yeah, it's it just delicious. What are, what are those? Uh, what are those things? Veggie make? fireballs, dude. Those things are like I could eat that yeah. every day. I, I I do try. I yeah. yeah, I've cut back. I'm down to about once a weekish. That's that's a that's a, that's the unfortunate uh, part about uh, living here now in Peoria. Uh, Bloomington has a plethora. I mean, I think there's probably an an Indian spot for every mile. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's awesome. And it's, you know, one of the things when we moved from Peoria to Bloomington, we were not concerned because we want, we want our kids to experience, you know, different races, different ethnicities and different cultures. And we weren't sure, like, what we were going to get when moving back to where we were. But the uh, the Indian cultures kind of what we've we've grabbed Got, gotten a lot yeah. more of that that's awesome and that's it's it's cool i miss that stuff uh did you ever so in bloomington there's a place called puran yes and it is it it, it was probably one of the og spots that um a lot of people started going to a lot of a lot of what's a lot of the uh indian spots that have popped up in bloomington are, are somewhat newer yeah puran was kind of an old state it was it was there since i moved there yeah did you ever get to try Puran pizza? No. <laughs> so there was a spot next to Puran. I think it's like some other thing now. It's like a tax. I don't know. It's been like 10,000 things, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but there used to be a pizza parlor that served Indian pizza. And it was, I mean, if you like Indian food, it's like 10 times even better than you think it would be. It was just, uh, I have such fond memory. But that was like, I was probably... 17 no 18 19 so it was, that was a while ago but yeah that stuff was fire dude yeah <laughs> it's so good and and the thing that they, their culture seems and this is just from my observation so it could be 100 percent wrong they, they seem to be a lot more of a community mm-hmm. spending time together doing things with their family helping each other out like some of the, like when you drive around sometimes, you know, I usually have Sundays off. You'll see like big cricket games at mm-hmm. some of the parks. 
And, you know, I just, that sense of community and family is something that that's everywhere except America. Well, I, I, it's just, I'm observing it though. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, uh, I just, pretty tight. It, I, I, I see that and I think of how awesome that is. And the restaurant next door, like, you know, I'll be, you know, we'll be leaving at nine thirty at night and you'll look over there and the parking lot's full and there's 20 families just out chilling. there talking. And yeah. it's like, you know, yep. I think we could, as you know, an American culture and probably maybe... learn a couple of things. Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, you're right. I, uh, growing up, um, uh, different country, Pakistan. Um, but, uh, we had some friends from Pakistan and they, they were, um, extremely welcoming and like wanted to, you know, show us all kinds of kindness and cook. It, it, it's, it's kind of like, um, you know, I, I think, uh, like I was saying earlier, it's a, it's a lot of places that aren't America, but it, you know, you, you see it in Italy, you see it in where you go to somebody's house and they're just like, they want to stuff you full of food, <laughs> stuff you full of drink and just like have a good time with you. I don't know. It's yeah. Yeah. There should be more of that. There should be. All right. Put that on the board. All right, let's do it. Uh, we're drinking more wine. Yes. We're eating more things that live in water. Yes. Uh, we're eating more Indian food. We're welcoming people and partying with people. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Sound, see, now we're getting some positivity out there. We're like getting that. it. We're yeah. crushing it now. Yeah. So w- one of these days, though, and I-, I can't remember, it was someone at work told me that one of the parks that has like a bunch of cricket games has a sign that says Americans Welcome. So maybe one day. Oh, you should go. I, I, because I, I cricket looks awesome to me, but obviously yeah. I, I don't understand it. You know what'll fix that, right? Going. That, but also a couple, couple YouTube videos. Yeah, you, you and your you, YouTube. You pre, you, you, pre, you pre-plan with a, a few YouTube videos explaining the game of cricket to you. Yeah, and then you walk on the field and you're like, "Hey guys, whose team can I be on?" Like, yeah, I'm a newbie, but I think, I think I get it. Yeah, and then they'll be like, "Okay, cool." Let's let's welcome this guy out, and then you just crush it, you know, and yeah. you have a good time. I could try that. I don't know. And you'll probably get invited to like some cool house parties or That's, something. That's there we go. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, Bloomington does um, uh, they show uh, Bollywood films too at uh, Marienburg. Nice. Yeah, because right before we uh, right before we moved uh, to Springfield, the uh, they started doing that, and I was like, oh, shoot, we need to go, and then, you know, had to move and whatnot, but yeah, hopefully they start doing that in more places. It's a fun, it's a fun time. Yeah. So, um, are you going to grow anything this year? I'm going to try. You should get some starts. Yeah. Go to, like, Lowe's. Yeah, we, we, my, so here, my wife has a green thumb and a really good green thumb. Her father was a landscaper for quite a few years. Oh, nice. It's just you know the kids aspect and that's you know get them to help yeah i know but we got the young one now I, oh I should, yeah i should stop making we're, we're going we have the space now we just got to figure out where yeah um I'm, but, I'm very jealous of your space yeah so we'll figure it out and yeah. i'm sure we'll plant things shoot i'll come help <laughs> i don't care i'll do it but up. even even where we were back here in peoria my wife would do a good job with the limited space that we had of growing things she's awesome with it that's she, awesome. She's a teacher, so she has summers off too, so that helps. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's super nice. Oh, I should go I should figure that one out. Yeah. Maybe I can teach. <laughs> Nobody wants me to teach their kids. I'd be like, hey guys, we're gonna throw in a little YouTube, we're gonna <laughs> open a couple of bottles of wine. <laughs> like my son's twelve. <laughs> hey man, just spit it out. We're just tasting. Just tasting. It's <laughs> good. Hell yeah. Uh any any goals for you this year? Uh, play more video games. No, uh, I, I truly probably hiking more. Yeah, I I've been I slacked last year. I don't know what I I the pandemic. I don't know. What do you well, mean? Well, there was that, that, but I think I just I, I lived in it a little too much, and I was like, yeah, ah, I'm depressed. Uh, yeah, I I don't need to do anything. I'm just gonna be inside and in the dark and. I don't know. That's yeah. that's why my veggies failed last year. Because yeah, I was like, just like look out and be like, oh, <laughs> y'all need some water. <laughs> you guys thirsty out there? No. So yeah, uh, get getting out there more, taking more pictures. Now I say you should take pictures. 
Yeah, it's I I basically took the winter off. We we went out a couple of times, but we had a pretty cold year. I yeah. the last time we went on a hike, uh, man, we 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 got pretty far, but coming back, like you know when the cold air is starting to hit your lungs, and yeah, you're like uh. I'm not having fun right now. <laughs> that's that's what it was. And then that kind of turned me off for like a solid month. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't want to do anything outside. Um, you know what's, you know what's kind of crazy, though? Uh, so we've recently been able to drop the masks yes. at work. Um, I realized for two years I haven't had chapped lips. That's one of I. That was a disc. I would always say that to someone when we were leaving the parking lot. I was like, "Well, at least I haven't had to invest in any chapstick for no chapstick." Yeah, and I, I kind of realized that because I was. Uh, this was just this week because uh, this is kind of we've just kind of been coming out of stuff, and um, people kept looking at me because I was sniffling, and the sniffling would make me cough, but it was because my nose was so dried out that like. I don't know. You know how noses are crappy. They're yeah. just, they're, they suck. Noses suck most of the time. But it was because it wasn't used to as much dry air. And so it was, I was dried out and that made me sniffle and then I was coughing. And this lasted an entire day and everybody's like, I think, I think old boy needs to. <laughs> Got the Rona. Yeah. And then the next day everybody's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm fine. It was just, I my nose was so dry. Yeah. I'm not used to my, you know. Yeah. My regular air conditioning. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But, yeah. Hopefully that's all behind us. I think so. Should be. Hopefully. Our kids, you know, my kids that are... Kind of missed out on a lot. Yeah. I, f- I feel bad for them, but I feel really bad for, like, high school age kids the past couple of years. Juniors. And I seniors. didn't until about three months ago. I'm standing in line at the grocery store. And, you know, these these darn kids. <laughs> you're an old man now, Dan. Yeah. That's what you're saying. The cashier was, um, you know, college age. The bagger, I think, was yeah. college age. And they were discussing, like, oh, yeah, I didn't I didn't walk. We didn't have a walk and stuff. And I didn't do any of that stuff. But I had the ability to. And that's, you know. Prom. Yeah. All that stuff. Sporting events. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't really think about it like that before. Like, I had heard things, you know, and you see things on the internet. But then I was like, ah, oh, whatever. These freaking kids. Like, eh. Until you see, like, even my, my kid, you know, my young, my kids who are 10 and 7. Um, you just, you forget how so, like, we can adapt because we're adults. So, like, mm-hmm. if you're, we're not talking to people as much, it still kind of bothers us. But it's, you know, we're better at it. But until you forget how social kids are. True. Until you see it taken away, and then you see it start to come back. Yeah, it's like wow. I just it it, it was mind blowing to me to see like the excitement on my kids' faces when they're like, okay, we're going back in person, and yeah, they're yeah. interacting with kids, and like they're at the park now, and they're running up to this kid, and they're like, hey man, do you want to go play? Like it, you forget that, and it just you know, yeah. I feel bad for I feel bad for kids, and hopefully, you know, we can discover what the new norm's going to be and that would be yeah hopefully hopefully they you know they they just bounce back you know that's I, they're the, pretty resilient too so. exactly whereas we're all screwed cuz we haven't been socializing enough or yeah <laughs> uh i'm also um one goal i have is to grill more yeah so we we've talked about grilling a thousand times probably yeah it's easy it's so easy and it's not, and it's, it's easy freedom. to clean up. <laughs> yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. So yeah, more grilling out. Maybe grill some fish. I've I, I've never grilled fish. Ooh. So that yeah. might have to happen. Get some planks out or something. There you go. Yeah, I got. My, so my wife and kids are going to Gulf Shores, Alabama, without me. So I'm going to have the house to myself for the like nine days coming up. That's going to be. Oh, you should definitely grill. Yeah. Well, I mean, I will, but it's just I don't know. It'll be definitely be. Some time to maybe I could figure out a garden. I don't know. We'll try to. There you go. Try to figure. By day four, though, you're gonna be you're gonna be in your skivvies, like like drinking bush light and just like on your bush light on your four. Well, maybe some hams. Yeah. 
on your on your like fourth uh you know brisket of the week or something <laughs> just reeking of smoke <laughs> just <laughs> be like what is it man you smell like mesquite today <laughs> <laughs> with a bottle of froig in the other hand just, <laughs> sustaining yourself just on smoked meats yeah i mean uh, i could try that's something uh i'm 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 uh, i we've we've talked about the land of y- land in yaga I always screw that up. I don't know why, but uh, that's I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some of that back. We'll have that to to eat over. I'm gonna bring back like pounds of it, just like stock full, yeah, coolers full of it. It's good. Hell yeah. Other than that, yeah, I'm I'm just I don't know. I gotta figure out what I wanna get better at or do more and figure out what I'm gonna do. I've kind of been in a rut, but. Gardens can help ruts. Yeah. Just being outside. Yeah, in general. I literally was right. outside was it yesterday and a little bit on Friday. My daughter was just shooting hoops, and I was just standing there in the sun, like, help, you know, just rebounding for her. I was like, yeah. There's a meme going on right now, and I think it's um, – you kind of think seasonal – whatever the hell it's called. Depression. Disorder. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Sad, I think it's the whatever – is kind of BS until the sun starts shining and things start growing and you're like, man, I feel like a million bucks. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's a reason I was it's feeling true. like crap. I'm ready to see the sun and some, some green grasses. Yeah. We got to get a new mower. That'll be interesting. Oh, you going to get a rider? We have one, but we had, when we moved last year, we little did we, like, you don't, anticipate there being a mower shortage we couldn't find a mower so i had to i bought one off of josh josh was like i got an extra one i was like can i buy it yeah so he brought it to our house (laughs) you know what you need you need one of those stand up the ones that can like (laughs) turn on a dime yeah i did i did actually think about something ahead of time which for me is pretty good um so i are we have a fenced in backyard so I have to be careful of the size of the deck because it won't fit in the backyard because the doors on the fence isn't very wide. Oh. So I was going to want a bigger mowing deck, but the one we have barely makes it through. So I was like, wait a minute. Can't get a bigger deck or else I'm not going to be able to get the mower in the or, backyard. Or, hear me out. Oh, no. Hear me out. You got a front mower, you got a back mower. That could be. <laughs> well... Our front is so shaded, we literally, it's like last year we mowed it like, it was like three to one. Our backyard, we'd mow three times to our front yard. Is That's one. crazy. Because all those big trees up there just doesn't get the light. That means that backyard is going to grow some mighty fine vegetables. Yeah. And that's less mowing. I know. Just make sure the beds are uh, uh, the mower width apart. <laughs> See, there we go. Things you don't think about. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a push mower still too, though. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. Get the mowers going. Well, shoot, man. That might be it. I think so. Um, so next time, we're probably going to have to get into some wine. Okay, yeah. I got I got, a, I got plenty of wine, so I'll bring something cool. Hell yeah. Well, until next time, guys, that's been another edition of Kim Wins at Golden Hour. As always, I'm Dan. And I'm Aubrey. 